everybody, welcome back to uh, another Physiology Secrets. It's a Monday morning here today, and I've got a good feeling about today. It's a pretty pretty nice day, not too hot, not too cold. So um, yeah, 11 a.m., Mondays are usually usually pretty busy. It's probably the busiest day of the week for me. Um, I don't know, everyone's just ramping up over the weekend, and phone calls and emails galore, so everyone's going nuts over this uh, this $99 test we've got going. So bad luck, Nick. He's, he's on holidays until the 7th of December, and he's going to be pretty flat out when he gets back, which is good. I uh, had this question come up a couple of times, so I just wanted to go into it, and it was a question for the triathletes, and it's to do with um, brick training sessions, you know, what they are, when you should do them, how hard you should train, uh, so on and so forth. So for those who aren't familiar with brick sessions, what it involves is um, it can be a, a run off the bike is probably the, the main brick session you, you, you have so you do a bike session and then you straight off the bike you, you go into a running session okay you can do a bike from a swim so you can do a swim into a bike you can do reverse bricks where you might do a, a run into a bike or a bike into a swim uh, and the reason they're called reverse bricks is because that's it's not typical of how you do a triathlon so you do a swim and then you do a bike and then you do a run um, so you can go reverse way as well okay now this sort of question is one that, you know, I'll talk a little bit about the science behind it, but this is sort of where the, the art of coaching comes into it, okay? So it's, you know, 50% science, 50% art. So um, this is one that you can really put in at any stage of a triathlon program, um, as long as you have a reason for doing it, really, okay? So I, I prefer to do brick sessions in the specific preparation phase, um, because again, and when I mean specific prep, I'm talking two to three months out from a key event. Uh, because again, there's nothing, like the number one programming principle is specificity, okay? There's nothing more specific to a triathlon than doing a run after a bike session or, or doing a bike session after a swim session because that's what you have to do on race day, okay? Having said that, you can do it at any stage in the program, all right? So I, I like to do, during the base building general prep phase, I like to build up each individual discipline, so you swim, your bike, and you run, up to about 120% of that rate expected race time um, before I then start to brick them together, okay? So if you're doing a half Ironman, a 70.3, let's say you're aiming to do a 30-minute swim, um, a two-and-a-half-hour bike ride, and an hour-and-a-half run, then you'd want to go, I would prefer to get your, your, like your, your longest endurance-based zone swim up to 36 minutes which is 120 percent get the ride up to i'm gonna get caught out in the maths here up to three hours i think that works out to be um sorry if i'm wrong and the run would be up to what's that about an hour 52 or an hour 48 or something so i like to build up each individual element first get get each individual element up to that 120 percent and then start to to brick them together okay now, the goal of a brick session, all right? So you, the, main, the main goal is one, specificity. Okay, so there's a few main goals. Specificity in terms of you, you need to be able to run off the bike, etc. Um, but the, the big benefit is, is, uh, is the neuromuscular transition between each discipline, all right? So I read a study a while ago. Um, it was actually to do with the differences in, in ge geometry of a time trial bike compared to a road bike. And the reason that the time trial bikes or the triathlon bikes are preferred, other than obviously aerodynamics, but tri bikes, they put you into more hip extension. Okay, so the way the seat tube angle is, you're in more hip extension, so you're using more of your glutes, all right? When you're extending, you have to use your glutes. 
So the major benefit of, of being in hip extension and using your glutes while you're on a triathlon bike is that it actually reduces what we call the neuromuscular transition from the, from the bike into the run, okay? So when you run, the main, the main muscle you're using is your glutes, all right? So by actually already using your glutes when you're riding, it, it doesn't take as long for your running muscles to kick in um, and for you to feel fluent on the run, all right? So they did a, the, the study was doing it a, um, it was a, a, uh, a, time, a 5K time trial off the bike and they did it, same individuals, but they did it off a, off a road bike and then off a time trial bike or a triathlon bike and they found that, um, the, the, so it took, uh, the neuromuscular transition was a lot better for a, a triathlon bike. So their, their 5K performance was a lot better off the, uh, the triathlon bike compared to the road bike. Beyond 5K, so 5Ks and beyond, there was no change, all right? So the benefit of doing it, this is a bit off topic now, but the benefit of using a triathlon bike over a road bike is that the first 5Ks off the bike, you'll be more, you'll be more economical, more efficient. You won't feel as fatigued because you've already got the glutes fired up and they're all ready to go, okay? Beyond 5Ks, it won't make a difference. It's all the same because there comes a point where that transition has occurred, all right? So by doing a, say, a run off the bike, it's, it's going to reduce that neuromuscular transition. You're gonna feel more comfortable running off the bike at an earlier stage. You might feel, if you do it quite consistently, you might feel quite normal after you know, a kilometer or so. Whereas if you don't do it very often, it might take you five Ks, all right? You don't want that performance to be dropped off. You know, if four, four Ks of running subpar is, is not ideal, that can, that can make or break your day, okay? So a big benefit and a big reason why I do it is because we wanna train that neuromuscular transition, get you more comfortable running off the bike, okay? It's the same with the swim. Like, you know, you come out of the swim and you feel dizzy and sick because all the blood's, you've gone from being in a, a horizontal position to a vertical position, so you're swimming up to, and then, you know, running to the transition area. Um, it's just about getting used to that transition between the modes of exercise, okay? So that's the main benefit. Now, in terms of intensities that you can use, all right? So again, going back to previous podcasts, we're familiar that I use general preparation, and I use specific preparation, all right? So we do easy stuff and very, very hard stuff, and then we do race-specific um, intervals closer to race day, all right? So um, if you're putting a brick session in the general prep stage, so you're looking three months and further out from an event, then um, I will generally do, say, a zone two endurance ride into a zone two endurance run. I never, ever, ever mix up the endurance zone. So I'll never do, I'll never do an easy base two cycle into a, a threshold or a tempo run because that's completely different zones. You're doing completely different things physiologically, all right? One is trying to build your engine and get those mitochondria, mitochondrial adaptations. The other one is trying to improve your body's ability to tolerate lactic acid. They, I'm not gonna say they cancel each other out, but in a simple way of thinking of it, that's, that's kind of what they do, all right? They have s- separate goals, and lactic acid is going to inhibit the mitochondrial adaptation, so we don't want lactic acid in the system. So if you're doing an easy bike, do an easy run, okay? And that, that, that's across the board, that's, I'll always, always do that. Going up a notch, you can, if you want, you can do a, a um, say a tempo or a threshold or a sweet spot ride, into an easy run, that's okay, all right? Because you're producing that lactic acid in the, in the, in the ride um, and you're not gonna inhibit um, any adaptations by going easier on the run, okay? Now, having said that, the only real reason why you would do a hard ride into an easy run is, because, is if you're not, um, 
if you're not yet up to the load where you can manage to do a hard bike into a hard run. Right? It's always better to do a hard bike into a hard run if you can, but if you're just starting out brick sessions and you go out and do a three hour tempo ride, your legs might be cooked, all right? There's no point trying to do a tempo run if you're just not gonna hold the quality. So you can do an easy run, and the benefit of that is still gonna be, you're gonna get the muscular endurance benefits because you're still, you're still running, and you're still gonna get the transitional benefits, the neuromuscular transitional benefits, but you're not necessarily gonna get the same um, lactate threshold benefits there um, by doing an easier run. So it's still better than doing nothing is what I'm trying to say, okay? Eventually you want to build up and do a tempo ride into a tempo run, okay? Because that's that's the most specific session that you can do. But if you're just sort of midway through your program, it can be pretty hard to say, let's go do a three hour tempo ride into an hour and a half tempo run. That's pretty, pretty strenuous. You're basically doing a triathlon there, okay? Um, so, as a, as a bit of an overview so far, so we've got um, the reason we want to do, do brick sessions is, is mainly for the neuromuscular transition, so to be able to get you more comfortable running off the bike at an earlier stage, which is going to help performance. Um, the other reason is specificity. You have to do it in a race, so let's do it in training. Um, but having said all that, I like to build up the individual uh, distances first before you then start to bricking them together. Okay? At the end of the day, you're going to have to complete the distance um, individually, so do that individually first before then bringing them together. Now that's again that that part there is just my my methodology. You, there is it's perfectly fine to to you know brick together before you actually get to the distances. That's okay, and that's just you know individual coaching variations there. Okay. Uh, in terms of intensities, if you're doing an easy ride or an easy swim, always do the brick as an easy session because it's the same goal, and it could it could be detrimental to go hard in one and not in the other. But on the other side, if you're doing the first one hard at sweet spot tempo, whatever, it's not going to hurt you to go easier um, in the second in the second part of the brick. Um, but ideally, if you can go hard in both, then that's the same session, the same goal of that session. Hopefully, that makes sense, guys. Um, any questions? Let me know. Otherwise, I'll speak to you soon.